0: This is Kobe R Rice and I'm back again for another creative update. Welcome to episode number 111 of The Epic Fantastical Journey of a Black Female Sapphire Writer. I am Kobe R Rice, novelist and TV writer and director. And we're just going to leave it at that from here on in, because for 2021, your girl is simplifying and distilling. We'll get into that in just a second. Let's just jump right into it, y'all. Um. So for this particular year, I am focusing in my creative life specifically on television from January 1st all the way up until June 30th, which is the first six months of the year. That is going to be my focus. Um, Yes, I'm still writing novels. Yes, I am still a novelist. Yes, I did put Fraternity and Hollow Point, the next two books of Ezekiel, up for pre-order on retailers. However, I'm pushing all that back to the second half of the year. Why? One, because it really is just about time that I jump into the industry. Um, I have my mentor to thank for that encouragement. She basically said, you don't need any more training. You just need to produce, 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 and put yourself out there, out there, out there. And she was actually really right. Um, So that is what I am doing for 2021. So I polished, I wrote when in Rome, I rewrote when in Rome again in uh, this past January, and um, then I just started submitting. I'm really, really proud of the second draft. Like, the second draft is like, if for nothing else, it is a solid, really, really good piece of writing. Like, that is the best writing that I could have done for that particular project with the current skills that I have now, if that makes sense. I could rewrite this again in like five years or something and it might be better, but it is the best piece of work that I could have produced. And so I know that for a fact in my spirit. And so I'm really proud of it. So I've been taking that out uh, mostly like not to the agents and managers, but to contests, to fellowships, to labs, like just applying out the wazoo. Um, And I actually applied to almost 20 different... Opportunities. I'm talking like twelve contests thus far, like three labs, no, one one lab, three mentorship opportunities, um, some fellowships, and then like for February. See, I'm not even done. For February, I'm gonna be applying to even more. Um, the application that I'm working on right now is the application to the Sundance Episodic Lab, which I'm really excited about. Um, The wonderful thing that I've noticed about my seven years, like building up to this point and studying and reading and actually working, especially last year when we were in the pandemic and we still are, um, is that I've had a lot of time to develop a lot of the materials that many of these labs and fellowships are asking for. Um, And I've also had the time to um, grow and have, real life experiences, both um, wonderful and terrible, to be honest, um, that have formed who I am today and give me a meatier, more emotionally resonant story that I use in order to produce the IPs that I'm working on right now. So it's sort of, maybe this is um, cognitive dissonance or like revisionist of me to say, but Everything that I've gone through up until this point, especially in the past seven years, was absolutely necessary for me to be able to produce the work that I'm producing now. And I will say that, like, unequivocally. So um, I am applying to Sundance in February, which is this month. And then in March, I'm doing Sundance again, round number two, for... Several of my other projects and that's another thing that I um, Have been working on or that I will be working on um, <laughs> Is that a lot of these opportunities I'm applying to I'm applying to more than once as long as the application Is open and the deadline has not passed every single pilot that I finish and I polish is getting sent out to all of these Different contest labs and fellowships and it doesn't matter if I've already entered Um The only restriction is if a contest specifically tells me, no, you can only enter something once. And I've only seen that for maybe one or two contests, one of which is the Humanitas New Voices um, Fellowship. Um, But everybody else, you know, as long as your deadlines stay open, bruh, sis, ma'am, sir, you will be seeing more of Colby all up in there. Um, And yes, this does mean a substantial financial investment because you do have to pay to submit to many of these um, contests and opportunities, but um, I See it as a necessary investment if for nothing else even if I don't win any of these opportunities I'm still introducing myself to the industry if that makes sense Like I want to get to the point where by submission three or four, you're just like, oh, here's another Colby joint, (laughs) here's another Colby script, or what have you. Um, At the very least, people are reading my work and giving feedback, Um, and that is what I care about. And once I see where each of these scripts places in these contests, I'm going to use that feedback to decide whether or not I want to start... Shopping that script, that portfolio around to certain agents and managers who are looking for unrepresented writers who might be interested in, like, taking a query or what have you. So, I am firmly between now and June 30th, and probably beyond, taking my, my screenwriting to be writing career, like, by the horns and doing the damn thing. That is my goal. That is what I'm doing. Um, so, my ultimate goal. Actually, I'll get to my goals in a second because I don't want to mix the updates with the goals. All right. So, first six months TV writing, the second six months from July first until December thirtieth, thirty first, excuse me, um, is going to be solely focused on novel writing and production. Fraternity is still coming out this year, is still coming out this year, is still coming out this year, but I've had to push it back because um, contest season and um, and tv writing fellowship application season is right now um well contest season is right now tv writing fellowship season is gonna start from march all the way until the end of may so i have to oops i hit the mic i have to focus on my tv writing now that's what i'm gonna be doing um also uh though like after that is done Fraternity will be the next project up on my slate as well as Hollow Point as well as the novella version of When in Rome because like I said When in Rome is actually like done from a character dialogue and plot perspective the only thing that I have to do is transcribe that into my novella and release that so I'll be releasing that as well this year so that's going to be really exciting and the first installment of an entire When in Rome series and then I would love to have a fourth novel um, under my belt by the end of the year, if possible. And I would really like that novel to be um, from one, this one series I'm working on versus this other series. I haven't decided which series it is um, I want to start, but it also really highly depends on what series I work on for the first six months of the year. That's a major benefit, honestly, Uh, being a TV writer who is also a novelist, who sees her intellectual properties as transmedia. To me, nothing is wasted. If I'm writing a novel for it, you better believe I'm writing a TV script, TV pilot for it. If I'm writing a TV pilot for it, you best believe I'm writing a serialized novella series for it. So um, any pilots that get finished between now and the end of June basically are going to serve as the plot, world building and character backbones and foundations for the novel, which will then be coming out later this year. So um whatever it is I finish pilot-wise is going to be what I publish novel-wise at the end of the year. And you'll guys get more information on that as it is relevant. Um, So yeah, that's what I've been up to. Those are my two major goals honestly. Goal number one, write television. Goal number two, submit to television writing opportunities. This includes the TV writing fellowships at NBC, Writers on the Verge, at CBS, um, Writers Mentorship Program, um, at if, I don't know if Fox is actually doing their Writers Lab. They're merging with Disney, has thrown a couple things off. But if they have one, I'm applying. I'm also applying to the HBO Access Fellowship. I'm also applying to, uh, what am I missing? The WB Writers Workshop. I applied to the Sesame Street Writers Workshop already, which I'm so excited about. I'm trying to think what else I'm, I'm applying to in terms of TV Writing Fellowship. Oh, obviously, the ABC Disney Writers um, I think Workshop. I, I don't know the title, I forget the title. There's so many titles. Um, but those fellowships are massive, major, huge, and I certainly would love to be a part of them. Um, so I'm going to try to make my writing as bomb as I possibly can and as authentic as I can and do that, do that. Okay. Those are my goals. Write TV, apply to TV. Um, and then the second half of the year, write novels, publish novels. It's really just that simple for me. Um, And ultimately, like in my dream fantasy world, I'd love to have my ceiling for pilots is I would love to have six pilots and a spec in my portfolio. If not, I'm willing to settle for four pilots and a spec in my portfolio. So um, I say that because My current writing right now is I'm actually finishing and editing like fully-fledged, fully-polished pilots at this point, like one pilot per month. So by the end of February, I'll be done with the Ezekiel pilot, which is, as you guys know, um, the TV pilot version of my current series, The Books of Ezekiel. Um, And then in March, I will be working on another pilot, um, the survival horror pilot, Surrogate. So I'm really excited about that. And then, honestly, probably in April. To be really real, I'm gonna be specking either Black Lightning or The Mandalorian, or both. Because The Mandalorian scripts tend to be seemingly a little bit shorter, being that they're like half hour, but now moving more towards forty two minute. Whereas like my pilots typically are like ending at sixty five pages, which is a lot. Um, but the mandalorian is going to be about half of that or three quarters of that in terms of shows that i truly genuinely enjoy that i eat up like candy that are also in my wheelhouse black lightning and the mandalorian for sure um the blacklist comes in i love the blacklist um i'm just looking i'm wondering i'm like hmm how do i bring something fresh and new to this series that is amazing action driven which i love um sexy which is amazing but um, also has like this really wonderful lore about it. Um, I think that's what attracts me the most of The Blacklist is like the world building and the lore um, is really fantastic. To have this kind of lore in a world that is not a fantasy or sci-fi world is really incredible to me and amazing. It really um, gives me like John Wick type of tease, you know, except like a little less bloody. Um, so yes, so for the first three months of the year, I will have finished and polished three drama pilots. And then as of April, I wanna have finished and polished a spec. Then I'm gonna start sending out my applications to TV writing programs, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and that's probably gonna be all of May, to be honest, application prep. And then over May and June, It would be nice if I can swing it to um, get another one or two pilots out there Um, so yeah that is what I'm trying to do and then as I said novels novel novels will be the focus after TV writing and staffing season is over Um, let's see other things that have been going on other goals that I might have let me look here Um, this might be a crazy goal to have, but it's more of a personal one. I want to travel a little bit more. Um, and at this point, it's like I was aiming for a lovely international trip, but you know, the, um, the pandemic is out here dragging us by our wigs. (laughs) I probably won't be able to do that, but I have, I am excited to say that I have been, um, I am amongst the lucky sort of selected groups that is able to get the vaccine and i'm getting my second one this week so i'm really excited about that um the only reason why i'm able to do it is because i'm a teacher as you guys know and they are trying to get these schools open they are not playing any games um so and yes they're they're finally calling us essential workers which is a different kind of essential worker obviously we're not on the front front lines like doctors and nurses but we are essential essentially to make essentially, to make the world go round, um, to make sure that our next generation is smart and capable, despite what is going on. Um, so yeah, nurses, people who are over 75, um, basically like um, doctors, people who work city jobs, like public service jobs, like buses, trains, anything that requires you to face the public. Um, I'm really hoping that they actually get grocery store workers out there because they have been out here holding us down throughout the whole pandemic, and they don't really get, in my opinion, the um, the attention or the accolades that they deserve, them and farmers, especially the ones who are out there at all times of day and night in all types of weather, making sure that our country has food to eat. like those need to they need to also be on the front lines to get their vaccinations that's just how i feel if they so choose um anyway because the vaccines are coming thank you so much biden administration um hopefully i'll be able to travel a little bit more and i really hope that um we'll be able to come back together and you know be more social and just chill and chillax without masks by july 4th that is my that is my dream if we can be like on our ways to reopening completely july 4th like that would be amazing and july 4th i think is really symbolic because that will be like a real celebration of independence day to me that's what i'd be aiming for as president not just like to make sure people are safe obviously but to like really make July 4th 2021 like a July 4th weekend a July 4th week to remember okay our second independence day um anyway so that was a long way of saying I my goal is to travel and to have a lot more recreational time um in the summer which is fantastic uh my writing regimen has been really on point um so that has been a major goal of mine for 2021 that I was actually able to really get on point as of f- September 2020 and I have been pretty stalwart in uh staying on top of my writing regimen whether I'm writing or I'm editing like I am working 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 and producing 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 so um that has been a goal that I set down for this year that I've already made but I want to keep it on my radar so I can keep Making it. Um, health, wealth, and fitness. Guys, your girl has, you know, filled out a little bit. Okay, look at these shoulders, a little more meat on them than I want, right? During the COVID pandemic, because I've been inside basically for the past year. Like we're gonna be really real. Um, and that has been very disconcerting to me. So I had to invest and buy my at-home little treadmill. You know, my situation is not dire, but um, I certainly would like to shed a little bit of this extra love that I've gotten, okay, on these bones um, by summertime. And also just generally revolutionize my eating um, and my wellness altogether. You know, I I keep like a daily journal, and I track, like I have a list of things that I want to do every day for my, Um, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional wellness. And um, I'm very good, I think, at taking... And my creative wellness. I am excellent at taking care of my creative wellness. And I've been really great about my emotional and spiritual wellness. But I have let, like, my physical goals slide a little. Um, And so this is just kind of going back to where I was in 2018. Um, where I was able to like hit all of my physical wellness goals. Um, But I need to get that back because, you know, being home and not having, even though like I'm home, it doesn't mean I work any less. I just have to travel less, which is great. Not complaining. I get to sleep more, which is great. Not complaining. I get to see my daughter more. Great. Not complaining. Um, But unfortunately, that means I am here in this chair pretty much eight hours a day. And especially it being time right now, your girl's not trying to go out and play in the snow. So it's time to get the physical back. So I got my little treadmill, you know what I'm saying? It's manual. Um, it's working your girl, <laughs> working your girl, dragging your girl for foolishness. But um, I'm, it's a really great investment and I'm really excited about it. <clears throat> uh, my school is also going to be back officially in the school as of March 1st first week without the students the next week with the students um we're gonna start our hybrid learning so I will be commuting and on my feet pretty much for eight to ten hours a day as of March 1st March 8th really um and that's going to really go a long way to help me get back get my sexy back actually I never lost it but you know what I mean um let's see what else I've gotten really great. Well, I won't say I've gotten really great. I'm doing really um, okay right now with like revamping my little meal planning, which is great. Uh, what else, y'all? Oh, so Creative Uni this year on fleek. I have to say this before I go because this is a huge... Um, area for me it's always been a huge area like I have my job theater teacher love my job Um, they're out there also learning about television for the first six months just FYI so that's really exciting to me that I get to work on that creatively in my own life and also teach that at a high school level for the next four and a half months so I'm just trying to create synergy in all areas of my life while also giving them valuable skills but um, in my study of television, I have joined Jen Grisanti's storywise teleseminar. It's a six, it's a six week teleseminar, and um, as a part of this teleseminar, I didn't know this originally, but I also have access to her um, TV writing story class, which it's like I think it's called TV writing writing TV pilots that sell, finding story. That's what it's called. And I have been waiting to take a class with Miss Cresanti for so long because she's so legendary. I've read her books, I've listened to her podcast, I've like been on her website, just waiting and waiting for the opportunity to invest. And um, guys, I am I am not disappointed at all. I love it. I love the community around us. Um, I love her positive, beautiful, very centered energy like she is very in tune with the universe and you can feel that radiating from her spirit um you know that she meditates and she leads with love and she wants to make everybody's work shine and see them successful and that is the energy that I love you know um she sees gold in everybody's work and I love that and one thing that I also realized too is um how many people in the world actually want to do comedy Um, Not that that's a bad thing, but I was just like, wow, I felt like one of the few, one of the few, I'm not saying that I am, but it just kind of feels that way, one of the few drama writers that are in this cycle. But ironically and wonderfully, I also found another Black female drama writer who specializes in sci-fi and fantasy and horror, just like me. So I'm kind of like thinking about how to make the first move, so to speak. Okay. I'm making this sound like a dating thing. It's not a dating thing. (laughs) It's not a dating thing, but it kind of is right. When you're trying to reach out to somebody and like build a friendship or a partnership with them and you don't know them, it's like, what do I say without sounding creepy or like, you know, but, um, yeah, I'm really excited to reach across the aisle and see if maybe she wants to, um, you know, just get to know each other, get to know each other's work, and maybe work together, bouncing things off of each other. Because um, I definitely feel as though we are probably few and far between. That's what it feels like to me. Um, black female sci fi writers trying to write sci fi, fantasy, and horror in the industry. But I don't know. I hope that we're not few and far between. But, um, We'll see what happens with that, but I'm filling Jen Grisanti's live class and her pre-recorded class. I'm learning so so much about how to find story. I realized, too that some of the things she teaches, I already tapped into a little bit intuitively, but just from a different angle. Now I have a more systematized way of tapping in to her teachings and into my intuitions as well she gives you such a wonderful like guide guidebook roadmap blueprint whatever you want to call it to building out a story that people connect to and I'm here for it um I went through her tv story modules online the pre-recorded ones with the worksheets and the handouts and everything like that um and i was blown away i literally from her handouts i adapted them into my own workbook so now i'm going to be using that workbook along with um her she wrote a book called um tv writing tools or something like that i'm going to be using her Storywise workbook <laughs> plus the tv writing tools book that she wrote plus Pilar Alessandra's 10-minute screenwriter book, which I'm also turning into a personalized workbook as I go through it. I'm going to be using those three in conjunction um, and use them as tools in my story development. I um, also will be using the TV Bible, TV series workbook that I developed based on the other courses that I've taken with Screenwriting You. Books that I've read by uh, William Rabkin. He wrote two books on writing the series, and I developed both of those books into my own personal workbooks. And then um, I also uh, read what is that? Um, forget what that book is called. It's a great. It's a great book on writing TV series. Um, and I ate it up completely, and I transcribed a lot of it into another workbook um so and then on top of it i am now creating my own tv pilot editing tools based on what i look for when i'm self-editing my work so self-editing from a global perspective self-editing from a character perspective you guys know that i write lots of multiple pov stories novels tv pilots tv pilots are inherently multiple pov Unless it's something like The Mandalorian or something like that, that's mostly like in his POV, um, at least the first you know few episodes. Um, so like we all have to be well versed in doing multiple POV. That's the great thing about being a TV writer. Um, but I'm developing now my own Colby TV writing tools to help edit down um, my TV pilots based on you know, what I think is important and what I look for. Editing by character story, by character arc, editing um on a global level, editing by act to make sure this is act three. You need to be hitting one, two, three, four, five. Are you checking off these boxes? etc. So, like, me being in her class, in Jen Grisanti's class, has literally allowed me to add more tools to my toolbox as a TV writer that I'm using on a personal level. Um, And it's just also really brought me into an entirely different perspective on how to connect with character and how to develop story. And I am really excited about that. I just am. So, um, that is the biggest thing I've been doing for Creative Uni this year. Um And I will be working my way through her class for the next five weeks. So that's going to take me to the end of Q1, um, wherein I will have finished the a six-week writing teleseminar with her. And I will have completely finished the um, Finding Story preloaded modules with her as well. So I think that's going to be my primary focus for the first three months of the year in order to achieve my overarching goals for this year and for the first six months of this year wherein I'm writing for television. And guys, that's pretty much it. Um, Nothing major here to report. Uh, I'm still working, which is a blessing. Um, Nothing has really been happening except the same old um, and that I've been just chugging along towards my goals. So yeah, good luck 2021. It got started off kind of crazy. Hopefully it will level out, but even if it doesn't, one thing I learned is that I can get through it and I will get through it writing and I will get through it having, uh, having written and having applied myself. So I got two pilots down. I knocked out 20 different applications to TV writing opportunities So I would say for the first eight weeks of the year, I've done pretty gosh darn good. Anyway, um, I will be back hopefully sooner rather than later. I will definitely be back to give you a Q1 of 2021 Creative Achievements Roundup. I hope that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Hope you guys keep writing. Keep it indie. Stay creative. All right. And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.